human race is divided in two distinct sexes, male and female. While the typical man is a simple creature, there exists a subgroup, the nice guy, a dying breed of chivalrous, romantic, domesticated gentlemen whose qualities are desired by the opposite sex, allegedly. However, they are dismissed and confined in such concepts as the bestie, work husband, and the dreaded friend zone. Joe, Jason, and Manny are the last of the nice guys. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another fantastic episode of The Last of the Nice Guys. I'm subbing in for our host, Joe. So I'm Jason, and with me is Manny. And today we have a brilliant topic that is inspired by beautiful Golda from her IG Live on January 19th, 2022. Today's topic is non-negotiable, the power of no. We're going to read these bullet points that I took notes on, and we're going to get to it. All right, guys, that's me doing Joe's stupid intro bullshit thing. You forgot uh, the list again, bro. I, I can't do a list, okay, <laughs> without spitting all over my mic, which is. And then and then what you should do, right, is you should get a, a shirt that's got fake tattoos on it. And then you look, like, look, don't, I, don't even don't don't even try me. I actually have fake sleeves. I bought them so I could put them on. True, I have there them. There you go. Next, next episode. Next, next episode. Next episode. <laughs> As we continue with our Joeless, not a jo- not our Joyless, but our Joeless recordings until he reappears from wherever hole he's hidden himself in. Today's topic is what is non-negotiable? The power of no. And this absolutely came from an IG live, beautiful Golda underscore B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L-G-O-L-D-A. She is a Monet distributor, does a lot of lives that are inspirational and deep and thought provoking. And so I I logged into one of them. She was discussing what is non-negotiable for you. Basically, something that is non-negotiable cannot be changed by discussion. Okay, so it doesn't matter how many times you talk about it. It will not change. And so I took some some points and I said this would make, make a great, great great episode. So let's get into it. The power of no, what is non-negotiable? Like the first bullet point that I got is. Identify some personal truth. So you have to ask yourself those hard questions, the tough questions. What would you say is your truth, Manny? It's an interesting question, but I think it, it needs more depth, you know, like truth as far as what is concerned. As your mantra. Um, Okay. So like my truth is nothing is as it seems. And I dovetails into listen to everything, but believe only what you can prove. That's my truth and my mantra. What would you say is a statement that dictates your reality? That's what I would say your truth is. What is something that you find yourself repeating? What do you what do you find yourself? It could be, it could be, it doesn't have to be deep. It could be simple. One thing I'm constantly repeating to people is everybody's going through a tough time right now because of stuff. I always tell a lot of people, or I've been telling a lot of people, like things can always be worse. What matters is how you deal with everything at the moment. If you lose sight of the direction that you're going, you tend to spiral. 
you know, your mind goes, you can't focus and, you know, you're trying to grasp at two different, you know, or not two different things, but many different things at once. And that stops you from progressing forward. So if you obviously don't move forward, you can't get past the hump in the road or the brick wall that you're currently hitting. My thing is just, it, it can always be worse and stay focused on your path. Take one thing at a time and take one thing day to day, knock off things that you can control at that moment. Because a lot of things are are uncontrollable, you know, in the world. And that's just what it is. So that's something I'm constantly repeating lately. Right. Exactly. And so that's your personal truth. Now, it doesn't have to be one thing, it could be many things. And uh, identify what you can change and what you can't change. And that will, you know, guide your decisions and, and everything. I think my glasses are the same as yours. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's <laughs> That that, me and up. I hate, I hate everybody. Go make me a There you go. There you go. So our next bullet point was. And define not only what you will and won't accept from others, but also what you will or won't accept from yourself. These are like the deep non-negotiables. Um, what would you listen to turn-ons first? What would you say are your turn-ons? And not just from women people in general, people that are strongly independent, you know, mm. that they don't, they don't require assistance in the times that they do is because they've never asked and they're really, really in, in need of it. Just straight up like independence and the ability to comprehend both sides of whatever's being said to you. Cause obviously perception is, is very big in, in today's world. Not too many people understand that when one thing gets said, it can be perceived in multiple ways. Yes. People today have to have the ability to be like this one step statement that was just said, I need to analyze that and think differently than what I normally would and make maybe not take that as like an insult, you know, or, or God or forbid, just, just, just inquire with the person. What, what did you mean by that? How about that? Yeah. For me, there's usually no subtext. There's usually no nuance. I say what I mean and I mean what I say. Right. And I have people who just dig deeper into my words. And I said, no, I said the sky is blue. That's the statement. There is no way to go around it. Not, okay, well, shade of blue or, or is that his favorite color? No, no, no. I make a statement. I mean what I say. You don't have to dig deeper. And if you're trying to dig deeper, why don't you just ask me? Because I'll tell you, mm -hmm. that's all I meant to say. Forget all that. Don't analyze somebody's words. Just ask them. Well, what did you mean mm -hmm. by that? Or this is how I felt when you said this. Can you clarify? What's the yeah, harm? Exactly. Consistency yeah. is a turn on. Consistency in everything, whether it be your work ethic, your personal life, your personal mantra, your time management. I mean, don't get me wrong. People people have their issues where, they, where, where things happen. But then there are some people that are just all over the place all the time, forever. Mm -hmm. I, a turn on for me is consistency. That even if you're busy, you're still consistent. I know what's going on with you. You're busy because you're doing all these things. It makes sense. I don't do well with inconsistent people ruled by chaos. There are a lot of people who actually define their reality by chaos, that when things are going well, they'll shake it up unconsciously or unconsciously because God forbid you settle into a routine or something that's, that's stable. So consistency right. is, is is a huge turn for me. If I see you're consistent, not bored and sitting down and having a routine, no, 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 but you're consistent in your behavior, your mannerisms, your thought process, and your time management, huge turn on. What about you, Joe? Uh, so Joe, see, 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 I miss Joe. I called you Joe. What about you, Manny? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hi, guys. So uh, I oh, like shit. tattoos. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> What was the other turn on for you? Yeah, the same thing for me is consistency too, because I deal with chaos and inconsistency every day. So yeah, I mean, I, I, that's a definitely an 
another one to check on my list and put on my list. Another thing for me is just basic understanding. Oh, you just if stole someone, my next. You just stole my next one. <laughs> <laughs> just basic understanding. Like if someone says something to you, and just because of your history or things that you've experienced in the past, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's an a an attack on you or mm-hmm. or something negative or anything of the sort. Just take it for what the words are, and then be like, hmm. Okay, let me think about it. Is this person trying to attack me? Like, don't off rip, just get the claws out. Be like, what do you mean? Like, what was what, what you trying to say? Like, it just, that drives me crazy. Like mm-hmm. basic understanding of mm-hmm. everyday life, what people are going through today, because there's just, there's so much going on. Everybody's stressed out. Right. So just sit back and just be like, you know what? Usa, you know, maybe that wasn't meant to be said or or acted on that way because you know maybe my stress levels are also high so you know let's let's bring it down and 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 understand what's going down in this moment just take a breath take a yeah. step that's it understanding for me another turn on would be being open-minded willing to have a discord about things that we do or do not disagree with uh, or agree with Anybody that knows me, I, I'm a I'm a different thinker, I'm a free thinker and I'm willing to to entertain the absolute obscurest of concepts. For example, I've been mentioned as many different podcasts. I consider myself to be a globe earth skeptic. That's just me. It's something that I'm researching. It's something that, that I find interesting. And if you want to know what that is, email me I'll, and I'll do a whole episode about it because I'll talk about it forever. I don't talk about it much anymore, but don't write me off because of that. Oh, now you're crazy. You're dangerous. You're, you're nuts. No, I just have a different way of thinking about certain things. And it goes back to the whole, if I can't prove it, it's to myself, it's not my truth. It may be a truth or a recognized established truth in society or science or religion or whatever. But if, it's, if I can't prove it, it's not my truth. It doesn't mean I'm going to ignore it and not follow whatever guidelines, but I won't have my, my personal faith or my personal good faith behind it. Being open-minded is important. Meaning you bring me a topic. We have a, we have a debate about it. I love to debate. Love to debate. My goal is always to be right. Uh, I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong. I try to, to avoid that as much as possible. But once I'm hit with something that I'm wrong, that's it. I, and I got nothing. I got nothing. I'll just say you're right. My bad. Being open-minded and being able to entertain alternative discussions, alternative viewpoints, not an attempt to sway you, but at the very least, you can have a, a conversation without it devolving into name calling, into bullshit. Right. But this all goes back to the power of knowing and being non-negotiable. Even though we're talking about our turn-ons, it means if you don't have these traits, it's non-negotiable for mm-hmm. us to be in our lives, in it, whether it be romantically or, or or friendship or coworkers. These things are non-negotiable. You need to have these things. And you need to know what you what you do and do not want that are non-negotiable <laughs> for you because that's that's how you limit and you filter who you allowed in your person. There are always going to be people in your orbit, but who you allowed into your person as a choice. Mm-hmm. And that choice yep. should be dictated by, of course, your personal truth, your turn-ons and your turn-offs as per uh, Beautiful Gold is uh, live. But yes, open-minded. Listen to the other side and you don't have to agree with it. No, no way, no shape or form is anybody's belief dependent upon anybody else's co-signing of it. However, or it mm-hmm. shouldn't be at least. Right. But to be able to sit there and listen to another side and have a really fun, it doesn't even have to be super intelligent or cerebral, but to have a conversation about it. I need somebody who's open-minded. I need people that are open-minded you know, minded and do not belittle me or anybody because they think for your way of thinking. Exactly. Right. Empathy. <clears throat> oh God, this is where I suck. <laughs> I suck at empathizing. Not that I don't. Okay. Can you explain the difference between sympathy and empathy for our audience? An empathetic person actually has a conscience and they understand that saying and doing certain things could harm or insult somebody else. Therefore they think 
first before they ask sympathy is just you're feeling sad you're feeling sorry for the situation like Correct. it's it's kind of like the after effect of empathy yeah. like you've already said it and then you're like damn ooh my bad bro now now you're being sympathetic right. so empathy i mean empathy for me yeah yeah empathy for me is just like when you go out to dinner and you, you go out to that one with that one person who's just like the food comes and you're like, ah, the noodles are too hard. Bring them back. And then you come back and <sighs> and then the food comes back and it's just like now the sauce is too yellow. You know, it's something crazy like like you don't understand. These people in the service industry mm-hmm. are working hard. Sometimes they don't. You might get a bad night. You might, you know, whatever shit just is awry. But everybody has things going on. So everybody has an off day. Mm-hmm. And if you're not the kind of person to understand that that's a Correct. normal, broad thing, and you're the only person that does, mm-hmm. that's not an empathetic person, yep. you know, and, and that's somebody I can't be around. Yep. So basically empathy is, is being able to identify with somebody else, their struggles and put yourself in their shoes. Sympathy is just feeling bad for their shoes. So I change what I say. I'm actually good with empathy. I'm, I'm terrible at sympathy. I am. Um, I, I just, not that I can't feel bad, but I can't feel bad. No, really stop. Um, no, but em- empathy, empathy. Yeah, I agree. Very important. It's the ability to sit there. So in that situation, they might've messed up your order a little bit, but it's nothing crazy. You right. identify with the person, you realize that it, that it happens you let it go, you move on. That's empathy. That's empathizing with, with them. Sympathy would be your friend who feels bad because she messed up the order and and um, independent of, of, of why it happened. Just, oh, she must be having a bad day. I, I feel bad for her. That's sympathy. I agree. Lack of empathy. And that's actually, it's the lack of empathy is a symptom of selfishness or, or at least being too self-absorbed. Yep. Because if you can't think beyond yourself, I had a good example. I went out on a date with, with the, it's actually the same chick who told me I talked too much on this podcast. Our first date, we went out, went to the, went to the taco spot, love the taco spot. She ordered something because she thought it was something else, but that's how they make it. That's how it was. So the order wasn't wrong. It just wasn't what she expected. So she wanted to take it back. It's my date. I said, don't worry about it. Order something else. But she insisted on, on taking it back. The waitress made it very clear but i can't take it back this is this is what you ordered this is correct and if i take it back it comes out of my tips or comes out of my her her pocket but this date of mine still insisted on her taking it back and i said whoa this is our first date by the way i said you just heard her say that if she takes it back it comes out of her pocket because because it looks like it was her mistake like if she ordered the wrong thing and in in reality you did pick something and it wasn't what you expected that's not her fault in the end i quelled everything and i told her listen knock it off i said stop relax or something else. It's fine, ma'am. Please just put it in a, a to-go box. I'll take it home. That was me empathizing. And that was her not empathizing and, and also having lack of sympathy. Um, how she made it past the first date with me, I, I don't even know to this day. That showed me something about who she was. Because in the end, she's the same one that called me all, all kinds of whatevers and wouldn't take responsibility for her, some of her behaviors. That's crazy. So yes, I absolutely agree with you. If you don't have empathy, forget sympathy. If you don't have empathy, you can't identify with your fellow man. That's a deal breaker. That is that is non-negotiable. That's the no. I don't want to say you have to be smart, but I would like you to have some well-read in some way. I want you to care about the world that, that that's around you. I want you to know beyond what's on TV. I want to have discussions about, I don't want to say politics, but you know what I'm trying to say, Manny? Yeah, I, I please wanna don't. Have meaning, I want to have meaningful don't. conversations. 
please don't be one of those people that's like, I know everything because I read it on the internet. So you're stupid. And I know better because Facebook, Instagram, and Google told me so. Yes. No. Please, please don't. <laughs> no. Please don't. Please be able, please be able to think for yourself beyond what you see, beyond the information, both both alternative, 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 and mainstream. Mm-hmm. So it's very important that you, that that I'm able to have meaningful conversations. It's it's that's it because if, if it's superficial, you're gonna lose me. My eyes are gonna glaze over. Sure, I can have a superficial conversation. I can talk about the, the, the hottest show, the hottest movie, but I'm gonna want something more mentally stimulating. I'm not saying you need to have read the encyclopedia back to front. What I am saying though is have more depth to you. Uh, any more turnoffs before we go to turnoffs? Uh, none that I can think of, man. That was pretty. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, turn offs. You want to hit that up first? Turn offs. Selfish and inconsiderate people, just Oof. for the sake of doing it. Yeah, so it's, it's 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 not even like I call those people miserable for the sake of being miserable. Yeah, it's like oh, you know, I do want to understand that, you know, whatever, but it's not my problem. It's yep. not. It's not me because you might get there one day. You might be in those shoes. That's then- what I'm. What I'm always saying. People have asked me, uh, Jason, why do you put yourself out there for people? Why are you watching their kids? Why are you, you know, helping them with their schoolwork or their or the whatever with your with your skills? Why are you doing this? And I said, it's about the person to help them. But it's more about you can't ask from the universe what you're not willing to give yourself. So I would hope that if I was in a situation where I needed a system with my children, where I needed a ride, where I needed somebody's expertise to help me go further in my in my career or or education, that they would be there. I wouldn't ask for anything in return. It's called paying it forward and hoping that what I needed from the universe, it will provide. People will be around me and they will provide what I need because I provide for what other people need when I can as much as I can. So I, I totally agree with you. You know, obviously the, the the person that likes to be the smartest person in the room, but obviously is not. Oh, shade, the shade, that, the shade. It, that, it just, it, it annoys me so much. Like you got the person okay, who who likes to see everything or, or read everything off the internet and believe what's says to them. And then you've got the people that are like, well, I went to college. What does that mean? Yeah, well, have a degree. Obviously, smart. Yeah. Yeah. It means I'm smart. <laughs> okay. Really? That's interesting. So you've got a piece of paper that says you spent money and wasted time in class because I'm pretty sure you don't remember or have retained any of that information that you learned. Uh, um, and of course, that, the guy who's currently in college again. I mean, it's useful when you're see, I, I don't I don't think college itself is uh, useful. I think like trade school or something that actually is in the direction of what you're going for, that makes better sense than- Yeah, if you're getting you a know, certification going, or something, yes. Right. That makes better sense than going going to an accredited college and to get, you know, English and, and um, liter- literature and mm-hmm. then, you know, all that other stuff when you're trying to go for engineering of some sort or, yeah. or some sort of public whatever. And then you're learning all this other stuff that's not necessary. Like right. that, that to me is just aggravates me and it's a scam <clears> in its own. I think the funniest um, thing that I ever heard was uh, was when when uh, Rick and Morty. He said, he said to Morty, <laughs> he said, "Don't worry about school. School's not for smart people because of the indoctrination." I agree, I agree. But of course, also there are those self-professed intellectuals who are who are laughably arrogant about their their stance in the world and what they believe because they believe it. They're right because they're right. People like that. Yeah, yeah. those are that's a huge turnoff. Arrogant people are severely turning. They they yes. turn me off to like it's like oh like especially with people that ha- that are in a position of power. Right. Um, they deem because that they're in a position of power in their mind, it's I'm here for a reason. I was put here for a reason. Mm-hmm. 
Therefore, what I've done and how I handle things is and will always be correct. Mm -hmm. Don't make any suggestions to me because Mm -hmm. you're not in my position. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm the boss. I'm the head. What I say goes, you do as I say, you do as I tell you to do it because that's the way that it's worked. I've mentioned this on the um, the Friends with Issues podcast, how people that just... Yeah, see, there you go. Um, you know, people with high positions or high paying positions or whatever, and they're, they're, they've been in the industry for so long or whatever the have you, mm-hmm. and they've been doing a certain job for so long, and they're like, I know better than you do. Or, you know, how long have you been doing this for? Oh, 20 years. You know, in 20 years, things, a lot of things have changed. Mm-hmm. Have you learned what those changes are? Have you, have you adapted to those changes? Mm-hmm. You know, have you, have you figured out a different way how to do certain things because some things could work differently than what your archaic method has, has done no why would i do that it's worked perfectly why fix what's broke or no yeah why what why fix what what ain't broke and i look at that i'm just like the arrogance that just came out from that statement it's so annoying and it aggravates me it's just like you know and and you know same thing in a a relationship when you get involved with somebody it's like i've dealt with men like you men like me and (laughs) what does that mean uh handsome (laughs) hi bald you know, like, w- w- what does that mean? Striking, exactly? Strikingly rugged. <laughs> the, the, the nice person, the, the guy that shows off he's nice. And then three months later, he's a dickhead. Well, I'm a dickhead now. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I'm always going to be one. So where are we going with this? I don't understand. I was just like, they just, uh, <sighs> that, that word, it's just, it grinds my gears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. For me, it's the antithesis of what I said before, inconsistency and wishy-washy behavior. I typically bring this up when it comes to courting women. They want you, they don't want you. They, they, they don't want you, but they don't want anybody to be with you. Sure, they seem to like you, but then they disappear or they ghost on you. Sure, they want to hang out, but then they don't show Have up. Have a baby. Oh, oh, snap. Look, that that look, and to, <laughs> see, you you don't know something till you know it. So we're still in this in, in the um circumstantial evidence kind of thing. So we won't know till we know. So I I I got I got I got some deets, brother. Oh, you you didn't tell me? <laughs> okay. I, I want to cut. See, I want to cut this episode off right now to hear these details. This is how I have to call you on the drive to get my son. I got to hear this. Are you serious? Okay. You a son of a... Yes, inconsistency. Oh my God. But inconsistency, it it drives me nuts. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. I've done it. And when I recognize it, I try my best to atone. I don't do it on purpose. Some people do it on purpose. Some women do it on purpose. And then they'll be inconsistent and then they'll show up and they won't address their inconsistency. They won't bring it up. They won't mention it. They won't say anything. And you're like, why? Huh? Kind of thing. Inconsistency is a deal breaker and it turns me off faster than anything. I'll give you a couple of chances, but I'll throw it in your face. I didn't like this. That's not how I get down. If this is who you are, let me know so I can get off the ride. And I'm like that with friends too. A couple of friends currently right now, they're being inconsistent with the project that we have. And I'm not begging you. And that's it. And then when you laugh, ooh, what happened? You know what happened? You weren't being consistent. You weren't communicating with me. And which dovetails into the next turnoff, lack of communication. Yep. Communication is not just having conversations. It's if you have a problem with me, holla at your boy. Because please believe I have a problem with you. I'm going to address it with you at least once. And if we can't come to a consensus, I cut you off or I'll withdraw from you. And that's my right. Nobody has to deal with me and I don't have to deal with you. Literally. Communication. 
and it's it's family, it's friends, it's whatever. <clears throat> you can't tell me what your problem is. Don't expect me to know, especially if I don't know. Now, if, I, if we got into a fight and it's quite quite obvious, cool. But if it's not that obvious and you don't have the respect for me and for wh- whatever association we have to tell me what's going on, give me the opportunity to rebut it. I'm not saying I'll, I'll apologize. I'm not even saying we're, we're, we'll come to a consensus, but at least you gave us, us our, our association, our friendship, our connection, the respect it deserved before it got dissolved. Communication. Uh, Manny, communication, lack of communication. Turn off. I agree with <clears throat> lack of communication because, again, it goes into hand in hand with one of my my likes, where understanding is like a big thing because mm-hmm. miscommunication happens every day. You say one thing, other people interpret it differently, and without asking a question or without even clarifying whatever's going on, it's, it's it's it becomes a mess. It's chaos. No one likes chaos in their lives. No one wants to deal with chaos in their lives. I have another turn off. Okay, laziness. And lack of that is ex- I was about to say slothy, lazy, unproductive behavior. I was just about yeah. to say that you and I um, are we're we're here we're here this this episode. Fuck and, you, uh, <laughs> bitch. Uh, and and uh, lack of drive. I don't want to say I'm included, but I hear it all the time. It's like I hate my job. All right, are you willing to do something else? Yeah. Uh, have you figured out what it is? Nope. Are you even trying? Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have maybe an interest to move up in your job? Maybe it'll be less stressful for you or, you know, you'd be dealing with different kinds of stuff. No, I don't understand where you're going with this. Then. Yep. Why are you complaining? Exactly. <clears throat> so for me, you know, yeah, I have issues with my current job, but I have other interests that I'm still currently seeking out. Mm-hmm. I'm actually making attempts to do stuff. Exactly. Um, unfortunately for me, my job pays pretty well. <laughs> So I just can't walk away and be like, I'm done. <laughs> and here's empathy. I empathize with that. Anybody knows I was stuck somewhere for 16 years, miserable at the world. But I was trying. I was trying to, to, to get promotions. I was trying to get transfers out. I was going to school. I was taking the internships. I was trying to get into my field. I was busting my ass. I was getting nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I was one of those. I hate my job. I hate my job. But I was actively trying to get out. But the problem with me was I've been there for so long. I've priced myself out of an entry-level job. Right. And that's all that was being offered to me. Entry-level. You only have experience in healthcare. Here's the entry-level. Mm-hmm. So I get what you're trying to say. I officially, officially, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, priced myself out of an entry-level job. And it sucks. So I feel you on that, Manny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, unfortunately, my job is, my current job is is a uh, entry-level position, but it's it's it tends to pay pretty high. Right. And for me, it's like, I can't, I can't just walk away and be like, you know what? Fuck this. Yep. I'm done with this place. Uh, let me go get a job at McDonald's. They play $15 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to cover <laughs> that big gap that I'm missing. There are certain things that I'm looking into. Like I'm, I'm willing to take a pay cut, but it can't be a major pay cut because again, I have, I've, I've, I've only had major pay cuts for the jobs that I've wanted in my field, major pay cuts. And so I get you, I get you. I know what you're saying. My job is, is entry level as well. It's still entry level, but, but even an entry level job, if you've been there long enough, you'll be making, you'll be, I wouldn't make making the big bucks, but you won't be making what an entry level person makes at an entry level nope. job. And that's nope. what screws you over. Yep. That's been an issue for of mine for a while, but I'm, I'm looking for something that I, that if I'm going to take a cut, 
but I don't want it to be a too deep of a cut. Yeah. And at least I'll be able to do what I want to do. And I'll be yeah. enjoying You don't want it to affect your, uh, too much affect the quality of life. And I get it. And, and because you have younger kids, do you guys know that Manny is a father of daughters? Father of daughters. And allegedly a son, but father of daughters. I'm going to put um, them to, to work soon. You know, so, but I mean, yeah, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't admit to that. But you know what I find <laughs> funny? I mean, I agree with you. I don't care so much. If you are stagnant, as long as you're not stifling my growth. I mean, if mm-hmm. if you're in a, a a relationship that's just like girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, yeah. whatever, like your life doesn't affect mine. Yeah. You know, that's it's, it's kind of fine. But at the same time, it's like if you want to make this long term, I need mm-hmm. to see that you have the ability to want to do better, because if your unwillingness to want to do better in your own life, it's not mm-hmm. going to work in the relationship. You're not going to want to do better. That's how I look you, at it. You know, and it's funny. I see where you're coming from, but I guess I'm so self-absorbed is that I don't give a flying like like the ex that I talked about, I told her when we started dating, I said, listen, I hope, you know, over the summer, I'm going back to school. I'm going to try. And I would try and push her. Don't you want to be more than just a server at, at Benihana's? And mm-hmm. she's like, no, not really. Whatever. I just don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I was like, well, cool, but understand, I'm going to keep climbing. I was fine if she was content or less than content or even miserable at her job, as long as she didn't bring that negativity home. But mm-hmm. as long as you understand that I'm going to keep climbing and you don't have any problem with that, or you're not going to stifle it, or you're not going to be like, oh, you're not giving me enough time, or oh, you're spending too much time on this, you're spending too much time on that. As long as you're not going to stifle my creativity and my drive, mm-hmm. you can be stagnant all you want because I'm going to continue continue on. I would hope that you'd see me continuing on and you'd want to at least pace me in some kind of weird way. But I, I don't really mind it so because that kind of drive especially at our advanced age now it's that's more of a young bucks kind of thing we're in our late 30s so mm-hmm. people are kind of entrenched where they are and they're not going to want to do much more and i get it because when i talk about what i'm doing with my studio with with, with school work and then with kids and work people are like jesus christ like really i don't have, got energy for that i'm like i don't either but i'm finding it i would love you to be ambitious and have goals but as long as you're weighing me down and getting some kind of complex is what, is what happens. You get a complex because I'm going further. I'm going further. I'm going further. I'm fine. Just don't weigh me down. That's that's a turnoff for me. Don't weigh me down. Support me. Right. No, I'm not saying help me study. I'm not even saying make daddy a sandwich. But what I am saying is if um, I can't hang I with say. you or be with or hang out or go out on a date or whatever on this particular day, because I have schoolwork or I have a, a studio to do or I have chores to do, be understanding and be, okay, cool. We'll reschedule it. You know, as long as you, as long as I'm not actively neglecting you. And even then I would do my best because people do what they want to do. They'll make, they'll make time. My issue with that is that there are times and there are people that fall into like complete laziness where they get too relaxed. And this ha- happens more or less like in longer term relationships uh-huh. where, well, they, you know, they're they comfortable, right? <clears throat> Yeah, they get comfortable and they're just like, yeah, if I quit my job or if I lose my job, eh, that's all right. My man will take care of me. And that's different. Yeah, that, that, that's completely different. That right there. <laughs> that's apathy. That's not that's not being, oh, being lack of drive. That's pure apathy. That's that's dangerous. Yeah, that that's a deal breaker. If you don't give a flying flip about 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 contributing to the household or contributing to your kids or contributing to to, to your, your relationship or whatever. Apathy. There you go. Turn off apathy. Mm-hmm. You just don't care. You're not putting yep. in any, any effort. And this is relationships. This is friendships. This is coworkers. It's everything. Apathy is a huge turnoff turn for me. It's if done. you don't care, please believe I'm right behind you and I won't care. Mm-hmm. And then once, once I reach, I don't care. It's over. It's done. For example, that same ex of mine, she clearly didn't care. When she was ready to end it, all she got for me was cool. When you come and get your stuff. I didn't say anything. I didn't feel anything. I was done. So once I reach, once if you're app, if you have apathy, or apathetic, 
and it and once it bleeds into me, it's like a cancer. I and that's it's just a countdown till it's over. Friendship, mm-hmm. coworkership, relationship, apathy, huge turnoff. You don't oh, care. Yeah. I don't care. And don't you dare attack me for not caring when you don't care. Any other turnoffs? When it comes to relationships, uh, lack of affection. And that's a big thing for me because I'm, I'm sorry to say an affectionate person. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, he's a teddy bear when he doesn't yeah. get love, by the way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's very big. I like, I'm Hispanic, man. We're all about things being passionate and, and that's just in our cheek core. And all that other good stuff. Yeah. You know, it's, it starts with a kiss on the hand, a kiss on a cheek. And then, you know, the next kiss, thing kiss, you know, you're kiss pregnant. Kiss down below. <laughs> <laughs> But you skip a couple of steps, but I get it. <laughs> yeah, you never know. But, you know, it's just that that's that's a very big thing for me. You know, uh, my my love language is is just is actions. You know, it's mm-hmm. you can say a million things, but if you don't act accordingly, it's just like, OK, cool. It's like, that, I love that, you. That's, and a then, per- that's a perfect turnoff. Your actions, uh, not not matching your words. Absolutely right. Yeah, it's like, oh, I love you. But then like you treat them like crap on a daily basis. It's yep. like, all right. Do you or do you just love treatment like crap? Or do you love the fact that I'm a simp and I let you roll all over me? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know anymore. That's a very big turnoff for me. It's just the lack of, of affection, you know, because unfortunately, today's women are they're either too busy trying to have somebody pay for their own yep. or they just they're just looking to be taken care of. So they're not really paying attention to, you know, the affection part of it, you know, and that's, that tends to get annoying, man. Like, you know, again, we're, we're in our late thirties. We're not here to play games. You know, mm-hmm. we're, you know, if you, if you can't, if we put it on the table and you don't follow through with it, why are we wasting time? That's another yeah. thing. Wasting time. I, I totally agree. Wasting, wasting time, being transparent. So turn off. If you're not transparent, meaning you don't tell me what you want, you know, you're playing a game. I mean, I'd agree. And it may make things may end, but tell me what, what, what you need, what you want, the friendship and everything, friendship, relationship. You tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. Tell me what you, what you think and what you expect. And let's have that dialogue, you know, but some women are, and, and some pe- people too, they hold it back and eventually they bring it out of nowhere. And, and you're so entrenched, like, where did this come from? I like to think I'm as transparent as I can possibly be. I made it very clear. You can get to know me before you meet me. You look at my YouTube, you look at my, my Instagram, you look at my Facebook. That's me. I'm transparent. There is, mm-hmm. there is absolutely nothing that I post that is, that is disingenuous. That's me. I tell every woman, you want to get to know me before you get to know me? Look at my YouTube stuff. Listen to my podcast. Look at my Instagram. Definitely look at my Facebook. You will see everything there is to know about me and you'll know whether you like me or not before you like me and before you meet me. It's very clear. Transparency. Let me know what you're about and let me decide. Let me determine if I want you in my life, if I want to be or let you determine for yourself, not listen to what other people are telling you. Exactly. Exactly. There's more turnoffs, but there's a few more bullets I got to get through before uh, we wrap this up in literally six minutes. Another (laughs) thing she brought up was. To share your value with the members of your family, all my friends, all my associates, most of my coworkers and definitely any love interest, they know what I'm about. I make it very clear what I'm about, what I think, how I feel. I, I don't, I'm not, it's not that I'm afraid of hurting your feelings, but if my intention is, is, is to educate you in who I am, if your feelings get hurt, that's on you because mm-hmm. that wasn't my intention. No. Definitely. And I don't, I, I cannot apologize for you getting your feelings hurt as I'm trying to express myself when that wasn't my intention. If it was my intention. I apologize. And sometimes I do apologize anyway. 
But I apologize saying, I'm sorry, you felt that way from my words, but that wasn't my intention. So Mm -hmm. I absolutely express myself. I used to, in my youth, hold it back, be super nice, get along with everybody and slowly dole out the crazy, you know, slowly. But now I give you 100% Jason, either you like him or you don't. And if you don't, it's okay. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. I move on. Yep, I can definitely say that that's happened to me. Or I've, I've done that a few times where as people look at me and they're like, what just happened? Like you said, you held it back. And then at some point it comes out. <clears throat> and when it comes out, it comes out. I don't want to say the wrong way, but <laughs> it, it, it comes, it comes out thing. super abrasive. Yeah. yeah, it's super abrasive and, and super passionately. Yes. And people people look at you like, holy shit. Yep. <laughs> like, well, what just happened? And it's just yep. like, no, no, no. And then like a couple this of days later, quickly. Yeah. And then, you know, when you finally able to sit down and actually clear it up and talk about it, it's just like, oh, okay. now I understand, you know, he's now it's clarified that, you know, this man goes hard for his kids, you know, that that that, damn like, okay, we understand, like, you know, that's a topic we don't fuck with. It's just like, you know, and and it's stuff like that. Like it's happened a, a couple of times with family, you know, close friends and I'm not an angry person. And it's Let's come do. out very angered. Yeah. Oh, oh, fuck you. And Joe. Um, but it's it's come out, <laughs> it's come out very aggressive. Yes. But my passion that's what I was gonna say. I would like to substitute the angry and the aggressive for passion. Yeah, it's, it's because passion. sometimes passion can be seen as being aggressive, as aggressive or angry, right. and it's not. It's just that you're passionate about it. And you get that a lot. People are like, oh, you're raising your voice, you're talking with your hand, and you're using curse words, and it's like after every other word in your sentence, like no. Yeah. That's just how hard I go. And that's just how strong I feel. By the way, there's a correlation. Allegedly, there's a correlation between intelligence and people who curse too much. You use a lot of profanity. The more profanity you use, allegedly, the smarter you are. But that's neither here nor there. But that's a study that I. Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen it, too. Yeah. It's happened friends and family. And once the situation was understood and it was clarified, everyone was like, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. I understand. And, And that's all it takes, man. Just the opportunity to clarify and to the, uh, and, and to understand that's it, you know, Absolutely. but yeah, val- you express those values. You have to have the other person understand it. Create a list of activities that fall under your values. Okay. Whether, whether, if, you know, if your values are X, Y, and Z, you have a list of things that contribute to, to those values. For me, it's education and, and I value education. So I'm back in school. I, I value the almighty dollar. I'm doing what I need to do to, to justify that. I have a passion for digital media. I have my digital media. Visualize yourself doing it. Visualize yourself creating it. Visualize yourself acting upon it. And then post it. Post it so you can kind of like hold yourself accountable, right? Put it on your wall. Put it on your social media. Share it on your teen chat. Everything like that, it counts. I'm going to change this because unfortunately for me, I believe that there are people in your life that don't want to see you succeed. I would change what she says. I'd say visualize your goals. Put it out in the universe mentally, whether it be on a vision board or, yeah, or, 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 not to or speaking out to the universe, but do not share it. You know, at least don't share it with everybody. everybody. Share it with the people that you have almost convinced yourself that they have your best interests at heart. She says, visualize your goals and share it. And I, and I, I agree, but unfortunately there are people and, and, and they're called frenemies too. And I hate that mm-hmm. term. They don't want to see you succeed. And when you put out there what you're trying to do, they will, they may not sabotage you, but they'll say, are you sure that's the right thing to do? That sounds hard. Or they will yeah. try and try and bring you down. They'll mess so with your conviction. Exactly. So I say visualize your goals, but put it out to the universe. 
speak it into existence, but share it at, at the bare minimum mm-hmm. because it doesn't pay to share your future goals. It pays to share your accomplishments after you've accomplished them. Yep. Um, Manny, you, did you want to add anything to that? No, uh, I, I completely agree because there's a lot of people in the world today that are miserable and misery loves company, as they say. And, you know, people are not, their jealousy is a very big thing. You know, it's yes. Just, yes. nobody, you know, the miserable pro person that sees the, the, the happy person, they don't want to see that person happy. They want people to suffer just like they're suffering. So that they have something to be in line with, with somebody else. And they can mingle with that person be like, yeah, my life sucks. Your life sucks too. Yeah. My life's fucking horrible. Yo, I don't, I don't right. know what's going on. Exactly. If you're, if you're a miserable person and you go to that one person, like, I love my life. Everything, everything's great. If my life is a ray of sunshine. You are not happy. And you just want to be like, you know what? That person pisses me off because they're so happy about everything. It's a thing. People are out there. They, the jealousy, the haters, it's, it's a real thing. You know, I mean, that's why they have online bullying. That's why bullying is a thing. You know, people, they take it amongst themselves to just be negative. They can't just be like, oh, hey, you know, uh, hey guys, you know, Jason, Manny, you guys are doing a great job. You know, yeah. You know what? I'm. I don't agree with the things that you say, but great job, guys. Mm-hmm. You 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 got the balls to say it. You know, no, you got everybody. It's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. My life sucks. Your life's gonna suck, and I'm gonna write about it. Yep. Yep. I don't make sure you're as miserable as me because what misery loves company, which is which is yep. it's the dumbest thing. You know, it's, it's to say, but it's it's, it's reality. The last mm-hmm. three things basically is um, she gave three bullets. A healthy relationship with yourself, it's always super important. It cannot be non-negotiable. Your living space has to be clean, right? It has to be you. It has to be the way that you want it to be. Associate with people that are positive, people that have values and bring value to you. If you're around negativity, that's all you're going to be attracting and that's not okay. That's brilliant. But when you say stuff like that, people start thinking that you only want people in your life that can do something for you. And that's not necessarily true. Mm-mm. People can uplift you just by their presence, just being associated with you. It's not about what they can do for you. It's what they do with you and how they make you feel. It's not selfish or self-absorbed to say that if you don't bring value into my life, you shouldn't be there. Right. And say, vice versa, if you don't bring value into somebody's life, you shouldn't be there. And that's the reality of it. So I'm to- I totally, totally agree with this. We're going to wrap this up, but I'm going to leave you guys with a question that she asked on her Instagram live. And that is, what are your deal breakers? Do you know what your deal breakers are? Do you have deal breakers? By all means, email us. Let us know what your deal breakers are when it comes to relationships, friends, coworkers, families. I'd love to hear that. But even you don't want to want to answer us, identify your deal breakers. What are they? Because if you don't stand for something, you fall for everything. And you yep. need to have your line in the sand. What behavior will you not tolerate? What is non-negotiable because the power of no is very, very important. Thank you for tuning into Last of the Nice Guys podcast. I want to thank Beautiful Goldas for allowing me to, to uh, use her topic. You can check her out on Instagram. That's underscore beautiful Golda, exactly how it sounds, underscore B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L-G-O-L-D-A. Check it out. Very inspirational stuff. Again, she's a Monet skincare and and beauty distributor, and she does some great, great self-help lifting stuff. I actually have a book called Letters, I think Letters or Notes from a Friend that I purchased because I listened to her live, and that's how me and her connected. So if you need to pick me up, there you go. And she's not hard on the eyes. So check it out. That being said, I'm Jason. And I'm Manny. Thank you for your time. The last of the nice guys. Mental and emotional well-being. Those are things that you cannot negotiate with no one. Okay, that's 
completely up to you. Nobody should tell you how to feel. Nobody should tell you about your mental health. No one. It's completely on you to do those. A healthy relationship with yourself, it's always super important. It cannot be non-negotiable. You can't tell me you love somebody if you're not loving yourself. Follow, like, and subscribe on Twitter and Instagram at Last Nice Guys. Facebook.com slash Last Nice Guys or email Last of the Nice Guys at Yahoo.com. This is an audio production of Vibe Revelation Studios, the cure for your common day. VibeRevStudios.com.